For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Happy birthday, Marine Corps. Happy birthday, Marine Corps. Some of the biggest badasses I've known in my life are Marines. November 10th, 1775, when Thomas Jefferson said, you know, we need to go kick some pirate booty. <laughs> And that's exactly what we did. We need some guys on the land and on the sea that can right. kick some pirate ass. So from the halls of Montezuma to the and shores of Tripoli. And that's what they are. And then tomorrow, of course, is Veterans Day for all branches. And there are yeah. a number of branches. And that's all I'm going to say about that right now. And so, good morning to you and happy Friday. <laughs> good morning to you and happy Friday. God bless our vets. Did you, um, did you get here okay without the government turning your car off? <laughs> Did the government try to turn your lights off in your house? Did they, which, by the way, What's uh, that? they can do. Oh, yeah. Oh, they'll control it all. So we were talking off air about how you know when they chip our brains, they'll just shut us down. That's right. When they want to. They, uh, you know, if you, if you opted in to the CPS deal, then they can do that. They can control your thermostat, raise right. and lower your thermostat. So if it's 102 degrees outside, they can turn it up and make sure you're nice and warm and toasty inside your house as well. <laughs> But uh, the the kill switch thing is is quite divisive right now because uh, uh, there are liberal uh, institutions like USA Today that are saying it's all bunk. No, it's not. It's true. Just like I told you yesterday, it was in the um, bill of two years ago, the right. infrastructure bill. Just like we were talking about with the controlling of the Internet, that's also in there. Right, right. Where the FCC is going to decide what is discrimination. And if they think that you are speaking in a way that's discriminating, and I don't mean discriminating in the discriminating way, what I mean is you're discriminating against somebody. Right. You said something about you didn't like people with blue hair. Or gender stuff or what Whatever. have you. Right. Then they'll just take you off the Internet. You won't have access to the Internet. That's right. it. You're done. Uh, that's coming about. They've got the plans in place for that. That was in that bill, of two, that law from two years ago. This one was also in that law, which is a kill switch. What they do is they, they're going to monitor you, and they do it with cameras and sensors in the car. Every car has to have it in 2026, and a car, truck, whatever. Right. And if you are impaired or you're distracted or you're farting in the car or whatever. <laughs> which I do quite often. Well, yeah. no, you don't. You don't wear makeup. No, I fart in the car. No, no, no. Fard, F-A-R-D. Oh, fard. F-A-R-D, oh. which is putting on makeup in the car. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. <laughs> well, I used to put makeup on the car. <laughs> I got over that. Anyway. That's right. You used to do your nails. <laughs> I used to do my nails in the car. Right. So if you're doing any of those things, then an unelected, unnamed <laughs> right. bureaucrat, probably uneducated, in Washington, D.C., will just hit the kill switch on your car. And you're in the middle of the highway and your car stops. Um, well, here's what I think. I think in a very short amount of time, that's going to be standard stuff. I, I, I think people's cars not working because of stuff like this will be a common occurrence. And if you look at the way government uh, uh, runs everything else, what's going to happen when they shut down your car? Are you just going to be able to go online and get it turned back on? Or are you going to have to go through a process to get it turned back on? I, 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 it's going to be standard stuff. People are going to have to be dealing with this all the time, I believe. It's just going to be in your life. And you look at anything else that the government takes over that we have kind of acquiesced and allowed them to do. Uh, again, what's the process? Try getting somebody from Social Security on the phone. You can't. Try, I've been working for six months to get a birth certificate so I can get my driver's license renewed. 
So if they could shut down your car, you're just not going to be able to go anywhere or get to work That's until you're point. able to go through whatever process is in place to get your damn car turned back on. You won't be able to do that. No, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean by, yeah. by no, government? Totally you know, That's, you why, know. That's why I keep saying an unelected, unnamed bureaucrat yeah. who is not you know, accountable uh, to you or anybody else is just going to have the control of your car to shut it off. And uh, the, the callers this morning had a ton of callers. Callers this morning, some of them said, well, we already have that with OnStar. Nope, totally nah, different deal. Different story. Uh, and I talked about Don's Tesla and how Georgia can control his life when he's driving <laughs> the, the Tesla. Different story altogether. If you choose to opt into a system like that, like buying a GM product that's got OnStar on it, you've made a choice. Yes. That you want OnStar in your car. You can even cancel OnStar in sure. your car. Oh, yeah, but I you've have. made a yeah. choice. Same is true with a Tesla. You've made a choice to allow that car to be operated remotely by somebody else's telephone. That's a choice you've made. Yeah. You're still free. You still you still got the liberty You're of choice. You're still involved in the decision making to live that way. In right. this, you've got a law that Congress passed that the president signed, and the law will put into effect against your will. You're going to have it whether yeah. you want it or not, big boy. Well, yeah. And what's the argument about DWI and you know preventing drunk drivers and and <coughs> distracted drivers? You know that's right. their that's their topsoil argument for it. Right. But in practicality, in practice, how's this going to work? You don't think that mistakes are going to be made uh, and hacking is going to go on and, again, your car is just not going to work and you're going to have to go through a process to get it turned back on. How about this one? A couple of days ago we had an election. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, all these MAGA people. Shut them down, man. Going to be driving to the polls? Shut them down. There's a car just turns off on the way to the polls and now... The MAGA people or Republicans or whatever can't get to the polls to cast their vote, right? Well, what do we know about all the agencies that are in place right now? They're populated by liberal zealots. Of course, of course. Who have absolutely no problem with shutting people's lives down or targeting targeting them because of their politics? Well, but they'll also they, they would just make up something, right? They oh, would yeah, just say, yeah. oh, "Well, it was just uh, you know you were you were you swerved a little bit too far to the left, so we shut." Oh no, I can't believe we didn't intend to shut you down, Mister Jones. It could be like, "Oh, your name was so similar, or you're you know you whatever to this other guy." Accidentally, we shut down your car. That's it. I'm telling it's yeah, it's going to be standard stuff. I mean, and, and people are going to walk willingly into it. Oh, they let me tell you, I had a couple you know, of callers this morning. They were like, think it's oh, great. this would be great. This would be wonderful because there's a bunch of crazy drivers out there. And, you know, these crazy drivers, they're crazy and they're, they're really nuts and they're crazy. And so we got to do crazy things to stop the crazy people. No, we don't. You know what? Most people aren't that. <laughs> Actually, most people are not maniacs on the road. Okay. <laughs> we notice the maniacs. But again, that's the argument, and and we're we're in the era where people don't want to suffer a ripple in the pond. They want to be safe all the time, and if the government can make it, give you some kind of false sense of safety, you'll roll with it. Well, Especially the younger people. Now, why do we why do we notice the the you just said we notice the weirdos and the wackos that are on the street, yeah, right? And most of them are right. We notice them because they are the anomaly. Because everybody else is doing what they're supposed right. to. And and so one of the callers I had this morning, and I, I couldn't tell. He said he was a truck driver, and I couldn't tell if he was yanking my chain because he said he was in favor of it because of four-wheelers and what they do around him. And I get it. Four-wheelers really screw with truckers a lot. It's bad. Right. It's really bad, like pulling in front of them, making the trucker. T- it takes him a football field to get that truck stopped. Right. <clears throat> so I get it. I understand that frustration. But what I said to him was, okay. How much liberty and freedom are you willing to give up to be safe? Some people, all of it. Well, and that's what I, that's what I said to him. I said, okay, Robert, let's do this. I'll, I'll make you safe. I'll make you safe today. You come over here, and I've got a room right over here that I can lock you up in, right? And it's a four-by-six room. Right. And I'll lock the door, and we'll slide some food underneath that door three times a day. You'll be safe, all right? We'll put a TV in there, but other than that, there won't be much in there for you to hurt yourself. Right. With. You'll be completely safe if you live in that room, locked up, never leave that room. You will be safe. Now, you won't have any freedom. You won't be able to leave when you need to, want to, desire to. You can't do anything else but eat the food that we slide out of the door. Now, you'll be safe. You'll Can be I safe. watch my YouTube videos and play my games? I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm just, just, there's no, a lot, be people a lot of people who are, who are going to look at it precisely from that standpoint. That's right. But there's another layer to this. When you think about the the American spirit and who we are, because they, they want to control your act, your 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 mobility, they want to control your actions, your ability to move about freely. We we know that's true. This is a, a stunning example of that. Hundred percent. You look at this country and its history. 
Okay, we at one point were a nation of trails and horses and wagons. That's right. People got into their wagons, they got on their horses, and they went where they wanted to go. And then we became a nation of cars and interstates and highways. For the same reason. For the same reason. That's why people have such a relationship with their cars. You shut that down. You begin to control that and the whole a certain idea of America and what made this country goes bye-bye. Oh, it destroys it. It destroys it utterly. The the freedom to move about this country is what this country is built on. That, so, it's very peculiar to us too, as opposed oh, to other places. Big yeah. time, absolutely right. And and we can we can go with this whole thing about how how safe do you want to be? We need to take all the airplanes out of the air, right. and we need to take the the buses off the road, and we need to take the trains off the road because they have train derailments all the time. We need to take forks and knives away from people. All those kind of things. If you really want to be live live in total you know peace and safety, then that's what you know that's the kind of thing we're going to have to do. But, yeah, when we look at being on the roads, they've already begun this. Yeah. They've already started to limit people's movement and how and where and when they drive. And I'll tell you how. Uh, in the case of the Tesla, right? Right. People choose to buy off on that and allow themselves to be controlled. You know, as an example, uh, the, the largest and most expensive part of a Tesla is the battery. The whole undertray of the car is a battery. Right, right. Okay. It's about 30000 the battery is about thirty thousand. The rest yeah. of the car is just aluminum, so it doesn't cost anything. Right, right. Battery's about thirty grand. If you don't replace the battery when it goes dead and buy it from Tesla, they just turn your car up. They're doing it right now to people all across the country. Until you decide that you're going to buy a battery, cars turn off. You can't do anything wow. with it. Okay. Right. So they're controlling you again. That was your choice, right? Yeah. But it's building a mindset into people that hey, somebody else controlling my vehicle is okay. The biggest example of this, though, is the insurance industry. Uh. Right now, the insurance industry gives discounts if you drive appropriately. If you, it does. We're monitoring your braking. We're monitoring when you go through a light. We're monitoring if you run a red light. We're monitoring how you take off. If you right. take off really like abruptly and stand on the gas, yeah. we're monitoring all of those things. And if you behave yourself, <laughs> you're going to get discounts on your insurance. Well, it, it's it's that it's in the private insurance sector, but it's also it's a government idea that we we want to we want to govern behavior. So if you do things the way we want you to do them, we will reward you in some way. We, we sure. saw this with energy usage here in San Antonio uh, last year. We want to reward people that uh, don't use as much energy. It's the same idea. Right. So I, I, I think it's, it's, it's going to be all-encompassing. This is going to be our lives. Well, that's, that, and that's exactly what they – this is all conditioning, right? Yeah, so yeah absolutely. You, people now are growing up, and they're getting their first cars, and they're being rewarded with discounts, right, for how they drive. So if you uh, stay under – and I don't know if your car has it, but on the dashboard of my car, it says what the speed limit is on the yeah. dashboard for that for where I am if I'm in a 35 mile per hour it says the speed limit's 35 if I'm in a 55 it says 55 and then underneath it it says how fast I'm going that's on my dashboard I don't have that I, oh, so they wow. already know where right, I am right, right. what the speed that's limit creepy. is and how fast I'm going so they can monitor that for the insurance company and they will reward you with discounts in uh China they call this a social credit score oh it's coming here yeah if absolutely. you mind yourself if you behave then you can go to the ATM machine and you can get enough one to go to dinner and see a movie with your right, family right. on Friday night. But, Sean, if you were bad, if you criticized the government, right. if you criticized the leadership, if you did not do exactly what they proscribe for you to do in China, you go to the ATM machine and it says, sorry. You can't get your money. Oh, hey, your money's there. It's definitely coming here. I mean, it's already creeping up in the private sector and as far as how you conduct your business and how you go about your life and how you interact with your coworkers. I mean, uh, Department of Health and Human Services just uh, imposed uh, this pronoun and bathroom stuff Isn't on people. Great? So you, you have to address somebody by their stinking pronoun or you're, you're guilty of a discrimination violation. So, yeah, it's all about your behavior. And frankly, I look at it this way, and this is kind of where I am. I'm just being honest, and I can explain this a little more later on. Hey, every day I get to live like an American is a blessing. Sure it is. Every day, however long this lasts, Mm -hmm. I take every freaking day that I'm still a free individual as a blessing. Because I think it's going bye-bye. Well, it's headed that way, isn't it? It really (laughs) is. It's going bye-bye, It's headed that way. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. KTSA. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be... Ha! Hoorah! Funky Friday. David Bowie was funky. David Bowie was one of the most amazing creatures ever produced by the human race. First time I heard this song, I was at MacArthur Park, right over here off of Loop 410. And we were getting ready to have a a party. And it was 1975, so I was like 12 years old, whatever it was. And this came on KTSA while I was sitting in the car. Oh, wow. Wow. Great tune. Wow. He's another one that got sober uh, in his, I think, early 40s. Great, dude. And turned all that stuff stuff around. Yep. Well, I, you know, I was talking a little while ago about, you know, I'm just, I'm in this place where every day I'm able to be an American or live like an American. I, I'm, I'm thankful because I, I really think it's in trouble on so many different levels. And I, I, I got to be honest with you, a lot of this pro-Palestinian, anti-Semitic stuff is just, is a big part of it. I mean, I, I'm kind of following uh, Fox News and a few other news sites uh, are tracking the anti-Semitic crimes. And you bring this up every day. Jewish organizations building at Boston University vandalize with anti-Semitic graf- uh, graffiti. Diner owner. Well, I was reading about this guy. Uh, he had uh, some of these flyers up of the hostages, Israeli hostages, children. And uh, he, got, uh, he got boycotted, and uh, they tried to shut his business down. Ex-pro soccer player appears to flash Nazi salute to pro-Israel demonstrators in Beverly Hills. Jewish billionaire resigns from Columbia. Because uh, as a Jew, he doesn't feel safe uh, on campus anymore. Chicago City Council Health and Human Relations Chair uses from the river to the sea pro-Palestinian phrase. Uh, you know, I, 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 I don't know if, the, if this country can survive this group of people. And I'm talking about younger, the younger generations coming up, you know, after us. Uh, first off, in regards to a lot of the stuff we were talking about as far as, you know, controlling your life, they're fine with that. They love being controlled. They love being told what to do. They have no real, very obviously, no real grounding in American history or have any kind of understanding of basic world history or or what this country was started or why this country was started, what it means, what their own freedoms and rights mean. And they're going to give up the farm. And, And you look at what's going on with this mindless hatred towards the Jews because it's cool to be pro Palestinian. Now, the zealots and the true believers are always going to be there, like the, you know, uh, Rashida Tlaibs and Omar uh, and, and Ilhan Omar and those types. And, pop, you know, poss- frankly, yeah, a lot of folks in the, in the Muslim community in this country who are still zealots and fundamentalists. But you have a whole lot of really just hateful, violent idiots that are loving this. And these violent you know, uh, 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 frankly, uh, sociopathic, uh, bordering on sociopathic weirdos that are the generations coming up, they, they are truly dark and weird people. And, and I've seen people attack, you know, young people attacking older people at these you know, older Jews mm-hmm. at these protests. They're, they're physically assaulting people. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they, people they killed a guy. They killed a guy. Killed a guy out in yeah, California. That's, that, right. that's going to happen more. They had a guy. And uh, I, I'm sorry, but I, I see this stuff going on. I'm like, well, the hell with you. Yeah, they <laughs> they had a guy uh, on a and, and we'll we'll break uh, and talk about this some more at 7:35. But they had a guy on a train in uh, in Manhattan last night. Dude just gets up with a screwdriver and shoves it in the guy's head. God, and, you know, you know, and that's that's going on like all the time. And who did they arrest in in, in New York yesterday? Right. Trying to help a woman, a guy pulls his piece and fires it into the air and scares off what would have been right. a, a robbery, probably worse, because we've had 70 incidents in the past few months of them right. pushing people in front of the trains in New York. This guy pulls his piece and fires it into the air, and the cops arrest him. They arrest him. him. Yeah. They arrest him. Right. Um, just on the, on the preview, we got a 214% surge. Yeah. In anti-Jewish That's right. crimes and hate crimes and violence. Hey, so I, I, yeah, and, and like this guy, yeah, they're arresting the good guys. Yeah. And they always have. They, they have lately. This is a big deal. So let's take the break. Coming back at 735, we'll talk some more about this. And it is a dark time in our country right now. Yeah. And the survival of the country is a serious question. I agree. And then I do want to bring a little light because the Texas National Guard did something really cool yesterday. Bring that up. Oh, so we'll yeah, talk yeah, about that yeah. coming up at 735. Yeah. Where in Rima KTSA? I'm Drake McLean with Deets McLean Optical for over eight. Cameo on Funky Friday. Yeah. 
bringing the funk. Put a little extra nasty on the funk or funk on the nasty. I, I took a shower yesterday, yeah. so it ain't me. There you go. Are you a cameo fan? I don't know anything about it. Okay. <laughs> I love them. I love me some cameo. <laughs> Those are 1480 K-A-P-E. <laughs> That's your what radio, I'm talking on about. Radio, on your radio dial. Wow. <laughs> that was the east side radio station. You used to play all this stuff when I was growing up. Wow. They don't exist anymore. Right. 737 now with Warren Rima on KTSA. It's uh, leading into a Veterans Day weekend. Yes. It's also my last day for about a week and a half. That's You're taking uh, some time, yes. Yeah, i got to use it or lose it. That's right. And so I'm going to be off for a little bit of time. Uh, and thank you for coming in early. Uh, oh, no problem. Now, no. J.D. going to do your show. J.D. is going to be doing my show from 9 to 11. I'll be doing uh, uh, the KTSA Morning News and this show next week and uh, and Thanksgiving week. That's so. awesome, man. I appreciate you doing that. Oh, no problem, man. Thank you man. very, very much for that. I uh, just need to clear my head, get out for a little bit. And sh- Plus, you know, you get to December 31st, and you got two months that you didn't take. <laughs> right, wait a minute. Right. Oh, I, I don't worry about it anymore. I, I, I think I used up all my time for the next 10 years, uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. So. Well, it's it's uh, it's it's much appreciated to be able to get away but for you, a little. You do need to take your brain out of this stuff. Everybody does, you know, especially with what we do for a living. You got to take a break. We man. should just talk about that first. Yeah, let yeah. Okay, because you and I both live in this all the time. Yes. And I do. I mean, I you know where I am all day long. I, my head is in this stuff all day. You yeah, you you do. You 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 spend a lot of time prepping and, and thinking about the show. And to and you do too. And to the point where you know I go home at nine and I'm still doing the show because I listen to you on the way home. And I get home and Nancy I'm sorry. goes. <laughs> no, I get home and Nancy goes. Show's over. And, you know, and it's Saturday morning. I we have coffee on right. Saturday and Sunday morning together always because we don't get to do that during the week. Right. And. Uh, I do the show Saturday and Sunday morning. She has to remind me. Show's over. You're Saturday morning. See, you I know? really, I, I really have got a place where I don't think about it as much as I used to. I, I it's just too much. I, I get off at uh, at eleven and I go home and live my life. And yeah. I, I pick it up again in the evening when I start prepping for the next day. Because uh, I used to be the same way, where it's just always on my brain. I'm always taking stuff in, and it, it's just so upside down right now. Yeah. Four hours is enough. No, you're <laughs> for right. Me, four hours is enough to devote. And, you know, about a couple, maybe two or three hours prep time all together. That's all I can do, man. It's you got to take a break. you got to disconnect from it. And I want to spend some time next week with some people who are heroes that are veterans. Right. And that are also, in fact, I, a friend of mine, I was just off the air telling you, uh, Bobby Brinkman just sent me a, a text. Uh, everybody knows him as Bob Brinkman, but he, he will always be Bobby Brinkman to me because he was about three feet tall living behind me all those years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Cub Scouts, Weebelows, up right. in the Boy Scouts. And then he went into a full-time uh, military career. We went to high school together and everything else. And his wife was one of my dearest friends in high school as well. And he uh, he went a long way in the military. And I'm hearing from him about Veterans Day uh, this morning, a true American hero and they really are the people that hold this country together oh yeah and you know um i mentioned this this morning and that they uh, they, they go everywhere they raise their hand I, I, what i was doing i was telling the gene simmons story and for whatever reason i watched that interview last night which what was this i'll tell you about this real fast um dan rather interviewed gene simmons from kiss <laughs> several years ago well, i remember that yeah what's, what's the greatest moment in your life he said coming to this country yeah his mama was a holocaust survivor right and when they got here, they were in line, and the guy at the head of the line looked at his mama and saw that she was very beautiful and told her to come to the head of the line. You've been approved, right? She didn't understand any English, so he spoke to her with a little bit of German. Well, she had been in Auschwitz, mm. so she understood a little bit of German, the bad stuff. Right. And he said, you need to raise your hand so that you can be sworn in this country. Now, Gene is crying his eyes out while he's telling the story yeah, to, yeah. to uh, Dan Rather. She raised her hand the Nazi salute because that's all she knew. Right. Right. Think about that. Yeah. Well, and, a lot of people, yeah, think about that. Right. You know? <laughs> That's all <laughs> she knew. your mind around that. Yeah. And so uh, he comes down off of his podium and takes her hand and lowers it gently and says to her, never again. Right. You don't ever wow. have to do that again. Welcome to America. And that's, you know, that's what it's all about. And the men and women who go and raise their hand, not in the Nazi salute, but in that pledge that they raise their hand and they say, you know, I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice, and so is my family, so that others can retain that freedom. 
and I'm willing to go to the mess hall and change my clothes and have all my hair cut off and go to San Antonio to go to basic over at Lackland or whatever and then be shipped all over this planet to guard liberty and freedom. Those are the people that Veterans Day is is all about. Oh, yeah, and they're sacrificing their freedom on that day. They put their name on that contract. They're putting their freedom and their futures with their families up for grabs. That's exactly right. You know, uh, it's an amazing thing in and of itself just to make that decision, especially in this day and age of YOLO and it's all about me and you deserve this and you deserve that. That's right. People who still make that choice are amazing people to me. And they do it without being coerced or forced. There is no, you have to do this, you know. It's totally up to them whether or not they are going to Mm. go and make sure that future generations have the freedom. It's just a real shame, like you and I talk about all the time, the, the number one taker of our freedoms today happens to be our own government. I agree absolutely. <laughs> the, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Our, our, our biggest enemy we're facing right now is our own government. Yeah. I don't see. I don't. You know, if you don't, if you see it some other way, you're really not paying attention, no. or you're making a choice yeah. not to see it. That's right. We are under assault from our own freaking government. And so these, and people, these people, and these people, you know, were willing to give up their lives. Yeah, man. For this country, and a lot of them did. For yeah. this country and what this country stands for. I don't know what it must be like to be in the military now Sure, with uh, what we have going on at, at this point. Well, a lot of people listening to us right now do. They're lined yeah. up in front of Randolph to get in there and do their job. They're lined up in front right. of Lackland to get in there and do their job. They're over here at Samsey doing their job. And I can't tell you how much that we appreciate all that, that you guys do. This is different than Memorial Day. Uh, people, oh, yeah. some, some people conflate the two. But this is formally Armistice Day. That's right. what it was called. You can still call it that if you want to, but we all prefer Veterans Day. And it's a good time to say to a veteran somewhere, you know, we really appreciate you. Thank you for all that you do. We, Our freedoms are under assault from our own government right now, and that's up to us as citizens of this country. Members of the military will go on foreign lands and even here on our own soil and defend our freedoms and protect our freedoms all over this globe. When it comes to protecting our freedoms that our own government is trying to take, huh. that that's up to the rest of us to raise our hand and say, we swear an oath that we're not going to allow you, Joe Biden, Biden administration, Barack Obama, and all these others that we name all the time, and some Republicans do. We're not going to allow you to take our freedoms as well, and we're going to go to the polls, and we're going to motivate other people to go to the polls, and we're going to do everything humanly possible within the bounds of the Constitution to make sure you don't take our freedoms away from us. Oh, I agree. I just my problem is I think the whole thing's uh, been poisoned and illegitimized. I, 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 I'm just that's where I am. I, I don't, you know, I agree with you and everything you're saying. And and that's another reason why I'm really thankful what I do for for what I do for a living. Yeah, I, you know, you and I, and I think a lot of us who do this for a living, it, it can become very easy to numb yourself out to the idea that we have a great deal of influence. And every day we go on the air, we are talking to people about what's going on, and that's a lot more than most people are able to do because they don't have thousands of people listening to them every single day. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm very bl- I feel very blessed also that in this moment, I'm able to do this for a living. Because I don't have a lot of faith in in the process. I don't have a lot of faith in the in the in the understood people who populate the system understood. right now, and I don't have a lot of faith in the in the generations coming up. I just don't. But I know but you. We do. We do. I, I do. My here's this show is my little corner well, of the right. Well, that's right. That's exactly. No, <laughs> that's how I look at it. That honestly, is, that's the point. Is yeah. that I, I know you, and I know you're not going to give up. And I'm not going to give up. And so I'm going to continue. Oh, I may give up. I'll be honest with you. But I, I, I'm, I'm still well, going to keep saying what I... As long as you have I'm this I'm still going to keep saying my truth and saying what I believe. Yeah, yeah. Because this is what we got. Right. This is it. And one day, they're going to come for us. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. They're going to try to, you know, uh, what, 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 cancel. Is that what it's called? They're going to try to cancel us. But until that time comes, as long as I have a voice and as long as I have this platform, and I feel like you, I'm totally blessed to be able to have this platform to continue to get the truth out because nobody else is putting a truth out there. Nobody else. They well, I mean, every so. other corner of the media and the culture are against this idea and what we're talking about. That's right. It's a big fight. It, it is a big fight. And, again, I keep going back to just – the absurdity of what we're seeing uh, as far as the response to Israel and the war with Hamas. I, I, I just never thought I'd see something. Yeah, you get pockets of idiots uh, who, who you know, fly their Palestinian flags or 
talk smack over the years. I, I, I grew up in the East Coast. You hear lots mm-hmm. of people who, oh, Israel's the oppressor and all that. But nothing like this. Yeah. What we're seeing right now is absolute collective madness. Well, and what they are, they, they are true Hamas terrorist supporters at this point. They are. They and just I, let I, them don't realize I brought it. that up earlier in the, in the show, in that if you go to a rally of some kind, Let's just let's let's use uh, a BLM anti BLM rally. Let's just use that as sure. an example. Uh, you go to an anti BLM rally and you get there, and while you're there, you're hearing the majority of the people there saying, "We need to kill black people." <laughs> Are you going to go back a second time? No. <laughs> Much less a third time. Right. Right. Much right. less a fourth time. Right. And that's what this is all about. See, if you're a true believer in killing black people, oh, you'd be back. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so that's what's happening with the Palestinian situation right now. These people that are screaming free Palestine, you know, from the river to the sea and all that kind of stuff that they're screaming, they're not there screaming to free Palestine because that's what Israel is doing. Israel is freeing them from Hamas. What they're doing is they support the killing of Jews and the elimination of of the Israeli state. Well, it's funny, though, when, when you get a microphone in their face, you start asking them about that stuff, asking them about the pesky details. They have no clue what you're talking about. Right. They have no clue. And, and again, that's where it gets very disheartening because it's really hard to get around stupid. Oh, you can't. And the people who are showing up in legions... Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, are, are some of the... It, huh? Yeah, are some of the... For they are many. Are some of the dumbest... And most dark-thinking human beings, right. and these are the the generation coming up. Well, and, and I I know I don't have any faith in them. I just don't. Well, and, and just to tie this up so we can break. Um, first of all, whether this country survives or you and I survive is not in our hands. It's in God's hands. Right? Oh, I absolutely yeah. believe that. Yeah. That's what gets me through the day. Absolutely. So uh, we are one hundred percent in biblical times right now. For those who question that, if you read the Bible. This has happened to the Jewish state before. They have been oh, let off into captivity. They have been killed. They have been, you know, so on and so forth. Hitler did it in the 30s. We're all familiar with that. But you go back in antiquity and you'll find it. Well, people forget they've been on that plot of ground forever. That's right. <laughs> That's, That's right. You know, I mean, and they've been, right. had their asses kicked forever. They've That's been driven right. out forever. They've been abused forever. They've been slaughtered forever. This isn't a new thing. Yeah. Uh, again, we have the most recent example of World War freaking two, and they forgot. Yeah. It's like it doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, it's it's stunning to watch. Eric Metexas had a book out two years ago, Letter to the Christian Church, I think, or the American Church. Letter to the American Church. And it's interesting. This was two years ago. Right. He predicted this. I don't that, doubt it. That yeah. basically this was going to happen. We were going to face this once again, as the people in Germany did in the 1930s. Right. And the reason that Hitler was able to do what he did to the Jews in the 1930s because everybody shut their mouth that nobody would speak out. Nobody well, that, would, but nobody see, stand up even that, that's what's different about what we're seeing now. They're not being silent. This isn't a silent majority. No, no, I'm talking about us. I'm talking oh, about, I know, uh, but, uh, right, about the other people. The, the people that would support the Jews didn't, didn't come to the aid right. of the Jews. No, I, you're them. right. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I don't know how that plays out here with what I'm seeing. I have no idea. Yeah. We'll so. just keep talking. I'm just going to keep doing what I do until somebody stops me. <laughs> that's my li- that's my whole perspective on life right now. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing what I do until that's I can't it. do it anymore. All right, more wearing Ryman coming up. KTSA. I feel like and FM 107.1. What do you think, Don? Tom Morgan! Is that funky enough for you or what? Yeah, he gives a <laughs> thumbs up on it. He just gives a thumbs up. His voice, somebody took his voice oh, away from dig? him. Hey, what's going on, you dig? <laughs> is that funky enough for you? Yeah, I like this. You're a pretty funky white boy, I'll tell you that much, man. Hey, he is a for, funky white boy. He is a funky white boy. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. I'm a non-funky white boy. Well, by the end of the week, you get kind of funky because you haven't showered in the week. So, <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, I shower at least once or twice every week. <laughs> hey, coming up uh, at 8.05, I do want to talk about the cartels down at the border. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. what happened with our uh, military down there, Texas National Guard, you guys are tough. That's I love badass that. what they did, man. We're going to talk about that. We also want to talk about how did those photographers get de- get to be with the Yeah, huh? Yeah, we got to hit that one. How did they get there to take those pictures of what happened on October 7th? I 
don't that's know. A, that brings a lot of questions yes. to mind. So that's oh, all coming yeah. up in the next half hour as well with Warren Riley. KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by... I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And that's why that man cleaned up on the CMAs a couple of nights ago. That's one of the finest versions of our national anthem I think I've ever, I've ever heard. Yes, sir. He just put out a new album yesterday. Yeah, did he? Oh, I want to hear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got, got a lot of stuff about his little journey there uh, yeah. with uh, some things uh, on this new record, apparently. Well, he is, he's it as far as I'm concerned right now. Uh, he's our modern day, you name whoever you want to name, and he's it. Well, so. you know, it's weird, but I'm listening to that. And again, it's just an amazing version. I mean, he is an Fantastic. amazing singer. Amazing, Chris Stapleton, for those who don't know. Amazing artist. And I, I, the, the dueling images of that rendition playing in my head and seeing Anthony Blinken yeah, well. up on... You know what? Isn't worthy of that song. No, he's not. These people who populate our government right now are not worthy of that song. And that version of that song. Uh, and that, right, especially that. Have you yeah. heard the album? No, I have a lot of driving to do this weekend. So well, you'll hear it. <laughs> yeah, I was right. saving it. I have it, it already downloaded, and I'm ready to listen to it. Good so. for wow. you. Uh, it's good stuff. Um, okay, 808, it's Warren Ryman, KTSA, and the reason we did that is because we're headed into Veterans Day. I start the show with that every morning at 5 right. a.m. So um, let's talk a little bit about the border and the fact that, again, they're not worthy of us in, in D.C. because of how they open the border. And they mm. have allowed jihadists to come in. We know that. They have allowed others on the terror watch list to come in. I think that there is going to be a stand-up vote next Tuesday to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. Praise God. He's a piece of crap. Yes, he is. And so we're, we're hoping that there's going to be you – know, it's not going to go anywhere over in the Senate. Chuck Schumer will not right. advance it in the Senate, but at least the House under Mike Johnson. You remember – Kevin McCarthy wouldn't do it. He said, right. we're, we're, we're going to follow all the, the P's and Q's when it comes to impeachment. Well, they are. They're following the P's and Q's. What McCarthy refused to do was advance it at all, much right. less follow the P's and Q's. Right. So uh, this is going to, I think, uh, probably going to happen on, on Tuesday. So that would be great if he's uh, impeached. He needs to be impeached and removed from office because he has allowed our, our southern border to be completely open and people have come here from all over the world, and they have many of them have destructive intent. Uh, the cartels are no less uh, are, are are one of the, the the leaders of that destructive intent with with fentanyl. We know we've seen the video, and all that stuff, yeah. yeah, and we've got the the video of them down there with their weaponry and all that. So, on this island that's just off the coast <laughs> in in the water over there, there's a couple of islands, as a matter of fact. In fact, there's three of them. Texas grew yesterday because we took those islands over. Our Texas National Guard, and Don reported on the news yesterday, but the Texas National Guard went there and cleared those islands off because the cartels had cache of weapons over there and RPGs and all kinds of cute little things that they could use in their war right. against America. And the question has been posed to me, and we're, we're running this up the flagpole when I get back from my vacation. We're going to talk about it some as soon as I find out more about it. Are there training bases with the cartels and, say, Hamas down on our border? I'm going to try to dig into that and find out some more. But what happened was the National Guard went to those islands and cleared it. Just on the orders of the Texas state government on Greg Abbott. Absolutely. I mean, I, 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 this story about, is it uh, uh, Fronten. Front, Fronten Island? Fronten Fronten Island. Mm -hmm. uh, Island. I saw this a few days ago. It was really kind of a small story. Nobody was talking about it. And I'm watching it, and this island has been a not only a, a basically a headquarters for the cartel guys for years. Yep. They war over this island because it's thickly, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of shrubbery, a lot of trees, so they could get in there and store stuff and and hide and bring uh, folks for trafficking through there. It's been that for years. That's correct. And finally, Texas using their national guard. 
They, it, I, I was watching the story, and like they said, well, they cleared out some of that shrub, and then they go, uh, they do a drone shot of the island. It's the entire island. Well, what happened they just was got rid of everything on yeah. this island. Yeah, they it's took amazing bulldozers, and they just bulldozed yeah. everything. Then they graded it all, and they got rid of everything. They found all kinds. Like I said, they found tons and tons and tons of ammo. Yeah. In fact, they busted up a bulk ammo operation yesterday, and arrested a father and son who had allegedly been buying the stuff in Brownsville, ammo, 50 cal, in bulk, and taking it to the cartels across the border. Greg Abbott's not taking any uh, any crap off nobody on this. He's going after it. He's he's, he's serious. Somebody's got to. Him and Don Buckingham and uh, uh, the state comptroller. Said, you know what, land commissioner? I'm sorry. Said we're gonna we're gonna take this back. We're gonna take this property back, and we're gonna control it and run the cartels back across the river instead yeah, of being a part of Texas. Did. They got rid of because it, it, you could hide there. You could sure. uh, again. They would warehouse people for trafficking there, caches of weapon, as you said. They would have you know all kinds of stuff there, and basically it was not our territory. Nope. We lost that territory and they took it back and they just leveled the whole damn thing and Good. i think it's brilliant do some more i think it's sad it sat there and was active for as long as it was yep federal government didn't do a damn thing about it so here's what you do you put missiles on that island and you tell the cartels you know what you keep it up and we're going to start destroying your stuff in right. your country over there stop it now oh i Quick. agree yeah. i don't I, I don't know if that's going to happen no it's, I'd lo- it's, I, you know i'd Ron love DeSantis says he'll do it right he did the other night yeah. he on the debate he he's said been he very consistent about yeah. that uh, basically, I'm going to grease you. Uh, so we'll see. New York Times has issued a statement yesterday. The AP had a bit of a different take on it. How did these photographers get over there with Hamas on October 7th when they attacked Israel? How did the photographers from the New York Times, who are in the pictures and the video, get into – how did they know that was going to happen? Um they're in pictures and video, taking pictures with their very fine cameras with really expensive lenses on them right. while Hamas is killing the Jews on October 7th. How did they know that? Well, this organization that is a pro-Israel watchdog called Honest Reporting, they have been doing some digging, and they claim in their reporting that the New York Times photographer, one of them, at least one of them, this Yusef guy, Yusef Masoud, uh, was taken up there by Hamas and was given carte blanche to go with Hamas on these raids, and he was taking pictures of it all going on. Now, the New York Times says that's not true, and he was not part of Hamas, and Hamas did not. Well, it doesn't. An- they didn't answer the question as to how they knew it was going on, when it was going on, and wh- why to be there with the camera at that time and go with Hamas over there and go with Hamas back to Gaza. AP last night faced the same thing with some AP reporters or, or photographers, and they fired them. Well, good. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, because I think you got two things at play here. Very obviously, Hamas wanted a video record of what they were doing, which is insidious in and of itself. Uh, I think that was the New York Times. Uh, I, I think they're getting out of it by saying, well, these aren't staffers. These are these, you know, freelance guys that we work with. But it does beg the question, you're watching atrocities take place. You knew it was going to take place. At that point, shouldn't you have told someone? Yes. You know, or, you know, I, saw, I, I heard Riccardi talking about this last night. I thought about a, a panel discussion I saw years ago. This is like in the early 90s. And Peter Jennings, it was like a PBS thing, but Peter Jennings was there. A lot of other uh, journalists of that time who were you know, pretty big deals and they were asking this question. If you're in a war zone and you're covering it, and you see that the bad guys are about to bomb a bunch of people, do you cover the story or do you intervene? And to a person, they all said, no, I would cover the story and not do anything about it. So, uh, obviously, these reporters or photographers, you know, however they came to be there, were there to cover the story in their minds and uh, as far as intervening at what, in what they were seeing. Now, to be fair, what would they have done? You know, if they're already with these guys and they're traveling around and they're seeing this crap go on, what would they have done, I mean, well, as far as intervention? The, the intervention would have come before right. October 7th when they were invited by Hamas. Hey, we got a big deal coming up right. on October 7th. 
uh, and you need to come over here and be with if it happened this way, right? Right, right. If they had prior knowledge to this, then that's a whole abs- different. Absolutely, you inform. That's a whole different story. Absolutely, yeah. if you have prior knowledge, you pick up the phone and you call authorities and you say, "I've been offered a trip to go there and and to take uh, pictures of them." killing little children and killing uh, Jews yeah absolutely because at, at some point yeah you're 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 supposed to be a, a journalist they're not they're activists but at the same time you're human well at what point do you make that call I'm gonna be a journalist over being a human that's kind of what this when you have thing. prior yeah. knowledge there you know and and to what extent they they can't really hide behind well we didn't really know how bad it was gonna be nope they were going in. Yep. We, they knew. They had to have known they were going in. Yes. So if they were aware of that and didn't tell anybody, then, you know, you got some, no, some you, you have to, do. to To me, <laughs> you have a duty to inform if you have prior knowledge of something like that going on. That's like saying, well, uh, you know, so-and-so told me that he was going to go to the subway and shoot a guy in the head, and he's got a gun, and, uh, I, you know, I need to come film it. But I'm not going to tell the cops. Yeah. Really seriously? You're not going to tell the if, cops? If you did that as a citizen, a non-journalist, you'd be arrested for a crime. Well, sure. Yeah. And it, that should not give journalists any cover <laughs> either. You know, if you have prior knowledge, the guy's going to go shoot a, a, a woman in the head, you know, somewhere. Uh, you, you you have to report that. You have to tell somebody about that. You right. have to tell authorities about that. And and it's no different when it comes to nation states and a attack on the others. Now, well, yeah, now you can, like Ernie Pyle, you can be taken to You can go to a war and then cover the war. Oh, know, yeah, that, yeah. That's fine. But when it comes to prior knowledge of an attack of this nature, you absolutely have a duty to tell people. Well, it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out. I mean, what you said the AP fired some folks. That's what um, it said. That's what they said. You know, again, I, I think uh, a lot of them are going to hide behind the idea that these were freelancers and uh, oh, they're, yeah. they're not actual employees. Oh, sure. Van the Camp contract that workers yesterday. and yeah, stuff that, like that. Yeah, that sort of thing. Quick break. More Warren Rama coming up. KTSA. You have the advantage, San Antonio, with a United... <laughs> Funky Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Ride, Sally, ride, baby. 822 with Ware and Rima, KTSA. You know, we were talking off mic about, you know, what do you do if radio... If the man shut us down, if they t- try to toss our asses into the re-education camps and radio's no longer there, what are we going to do? What's the plan? What's my What's my plan B? You know, for years it was poetry. <laughs> <laughs> but seeing as how I'm my best customer, I, I don't know if that would work. But I'm looking at... You know, I'm going to do an OnlyFans. I'm going to. My plan B is OnlyFans. Okay, I'm looking at this chick, uh, Paige Van Zant. She's an Ultimate Fighting Champion person. Okay, and she started an OnlyFans page, and says she now makes a quote life-changing amount of money by taking, I guess, nudie pictures of herself and and putting it up on OnlyFans. She says she's she's eclipsed how much she has ever made. She's been in. Uh, the UFC for about 15 years, I guess. And she says, I make more money in one day on OnlyFans than I've collectively made, you know, at the UFC. And she's done very well, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to take, it. I'm going to go with OnlyFans. I'm going to start a page this weekend, take sexy, sultry pictures of myself. Hey, there's enough once freaks again, out you'll there. Be your only customer. I, I, no, I'll be my own. Once again, I'll be my own. I ain't going to look at that weird crap. Uh, you know, I actually had the idea once of just taking pictures of my feet in different kinds of Crocs, you know, because there are people who are into feet and stuff. Yeah. So maybe I could earn some money there. Okay. I'm just saying, OnlyFans. But, you know, we live in an era where, you know, you can just go online and start a website, do a stupid video or series of videos. We, well, we follow these people who are just married couples. Mm-hmm. And all they do is shoot little 60-second videos of their lives together. Mm. And these people are raking in the box, man, just from they, that. On, on OnlyFans? Well, no, no, on TikTok or, or no. YouTube, or just doing little videos of their lives. Yeah. And there's a lot of folks who are actually making a crap load of money doing mm. that because it's a 60-second it's a video world. Mm. And people, that's what they watch now. No. You know? 
So would your life be interesting enough to do? Because <laughs> that's the only that's the only question I yeah. ask myself is, well, is our life interesting enough that you know people would actually want to watch videos of us yeah. doing stuff? And, and OnlyFans truly is is about sex. So, well, but I'm talking about that. Yeah, yeah on, on, any uh, any other yeah thing. Uh, in fact, uh, teachers, a lot of teachers now, and it's in oh, the yeah. New York Post. Uh, you can read these stories in the New York Post a lot. Uh, teachers have turned to OnlyFans now, and a couple of teachers were in the in the news this week because they left teaching completely yeah, well, they, they, because they're making a uh, hundred grand a month or more a month right by being nude or having sex we, we had this um uh, who was this uh the, the democrat up in virginia who was running what was her name gibson and she lost out in a recount this week yesterday I right think, was, a, was a oh yeah recount. yeah yeah she was the one that was having sex with her husband and getting paid to do that on <laughs> online and uh, and and the people of 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 uh, Virginia, wherever it was, turned out and said, "No, that's not that's not what we want right. a representative." Whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't. First of all, I wouldn't do that anyway. But second of all, I just don't think that that's a you know uh, a viable long term deal. I guess if you made a hundred grand a month, you wouldn't have to do it long term. I guess you don't have to do it for six months, <laughs> whatever. But I mean, even the, like not the the OnlyFans stuff, but the people right. who just people are becoming celebrities overnight. Well, sure. By just shooting little videos of their lives, yeah. it's it's yeah. really that is kind of intriguing well, to me. Well, we do live. Are you going to do it? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we, we live in a in a uh, very voyeuristic society. We are the entertainers. We entertain ourselves because we're bored with everything else. But but isn't it interesting that what is considered popular entertainment right now isn't superhero stuff? Isn't no. crap blowing up or you know it, it's people just going about their normal lives yeah but didn't we see that about uh, 10 or 12 years ago when the whole re- reality tv thing really started yeah, to take but off a lot of that was still contrived no, it was. this is just no, but some I was saying, dude doing this, the dishes and it's like got no, a million hits no, that's, but that's what i'm saying it started with they still oh, did, yeah. survivor and all that but it, but you knew where that was going to lead sure. and it was going to lead to where we are today but you look at we saw this we talked about this story that came out last week where they talked to young people who don't want to see sex in movies they right. don't want to see romance they want to see movies about people being friends mm. i guess that's my point is that people are so starved to watch just a couple yep. walking their dog or go see a movie about people being friends because very obviously they don't have that going on in their own life. I'll tell you what else is... I think that's interesting. Right, it is interesting. And I'll tell you, this is, this is a little bit off of that topic, but not, not far off. There's been a whole bunch of, of teachers lately that have been busted for having sex oh, yeah, you're with right. their students. Weird. And here's what's weird about this. They had two in the same school district... In uh, Missouri, oh, I saw that yesterday. Yeah. One, yeah. Of them, one of them was named Limbaugh, which I thought was interesting. A Limbaugh from Missouri—that's interesting. <laughs> but to me, that was—I was, was kind of like, "Wow, I wonder if there's, huh?" But anyway, um, and and every two, two, every one of these recent occasions of this has been female teachers that are doing this oh, to yeah, male yeah. students. Mm, yeah, that's right. And it's, they're all over there? the internet now. And I'm like, why? Why is that happening? What's what's going on with that? Are they creating? content oh you mean with the kids i don't know i don't know i i think it's an interesting phenomenon is why is this suddenly going on uh more than it was a few years you know what ago i'm saying a lot of that's happening people are just screwed up and everything's going, <laughs> to, everything's going to hell trey it's all going to hell and we're going to do this as long as we can as long as we can <laughs> so sean doesn't have to resort yeah. to only fans no, okay you, what you said off the air was you're going to do valero you're going to go to work for valero <laughs> well, no. and i'm going to go sell motorcycles so, i could yeah <laughs> All right, more Warren Rama coming up, 835 KTSA. We call it Funky Friday. It's something I started years ago on my show. Now that we're together, we share a little funk on Fridays. <laughs> yes, Just you and me. Share a little funk there. Yeah. Thanks to Don Cooper, Don Morgan, Elaine Rodriguez, 210-599-5555. By the way... Don has already put up on Facebook today that he's headed back to the Northwest Branch. That's what he said on Facebook. Yeah. So right, right. We wanted to send you back with a little gift for your wife. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. she's been such a supporter of you and of this radio station and everything. There's a fat head in here that yeah. I think would look great <laughs> over her side of the bed when hey, she's don't... laying in the bed. She can look up and right. see you on the ceiling. Oh. 
Yes. Are you talking about that? That right the there. I thought, you were, at, I thought you were looking face. at Rima when you said fat. No, 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 no. That's not nice at all. That, 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 that gigantic picture of you that's in our yeah. studio, would you take that to your wife? You just as, want as, it as, out of here. As a, no, I want to get <laughs> She deserves it more than we do. She deserves it more than we do. Would you mind taking that to Georgia for us? Oh, and put well, it up in the, I don't know, she could put it up in her office maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think that that would maybe. be great. It would great or put out it there. on your passenger seat and you can do the HOV lane. That's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go. I'm driving myself. Right. This is my twin brother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it should stay right there, man. So he's always looking over my shoulder. That, that's, there a, he is. that's a case in point where size matters. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is like ten times the size of your head. Actually, no, it's about the same size. Oh, is it? <laughs> anyway, uh, Georgia, we're sending this gift back to you. And I hope you <laughs> I hope you enjoy every she minute can, of it. You can uh, hardly wait to get that. You'll yeah. be able to see your dear old Don anytime you want to. Wow. Uh, you know, at least, you know, and that's an old picture too. Well, oh, that, that picture? That picture was like 10 years old. Well, really? you still look the same. But I know. Your, hair, look your hair looks different. Yeah, and yeah. I was saying, at least I was having a good hair day. <laughs> That's <that> right. <laughs> okay, uh, Senator Joe Manchin. Yes. Uh, he announced yesterday that he is not running for re-election in West Virginia. Right. Huh. wonder what he's going to do. Well, he says, I'm going to travel the country, and I'm going to create an interest in a movement to mobilize the middle and bring Americans together. That, you know, I'm the guy right. who can motivate the bipartisan movement in America. That's what I'm going to do as a Democrat, you know. Uh <laughs> He's going to run for president. You know, he's, yeah. he's getting into the game right now. I kind of got that vibe. It's interesting. He's how, not saying I'm just going to go take it easy and spend time with my family. No, 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 no. <laughs> he, he's, he's definitely running for president next year. This year, he's going to run for president. Uh, he's, you know, he's basically out of this. Um, this is, you know, the, the people who know politics a whole lot better than me uh, say this is not good news for Joe because he's got Cornell West over there. Now, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has not been good for Trump, that it, he's bled right. some off of Trump's independence, uh, but that Joe Manchin will bleed a whole bunch off of uh, Joe Biden, and he knows that, and that's why he's going out to, I think, chase this a little bit. Uh, he also probably knows what the rest of us know, and that's Joe's not going to be the nominee next year. He's not there's going to be no able to make way, it. No way, man. No there's, way. They, there's no way. Look, I, I think a lot of this ride in the middle lane that Manchin's been doing for a while is all part of this sure idea that he had, or had planned a while ago that this is what he was going to do. Well, there's no mistake in politics, yeah. right? You know, no. uh, what did FDR say? All politics is planned. So <laughs> yeah. nothing happens by happenstance in politics. Right. And so, he, you know, he's definitely uh, pursuing that. So is Pete Buttigieg. That's why Pete Buttigieg went to see Volodymyr Zelensky this week and have right. his picture taken. Why else would the transportation secretary go to Ukraine. Well, he's certainly not guilty of, you know, working too hard at his job. No, so he's got ambitions. They all got ambitions. And they know that Joe ain't going to be the guy. Right. So who's it going to be? I mean, that's a big question we ask almost every week. Who's that's it right. going to be? Who's yeah. going to be ruining our lives next? But what's true is the Democrats are done with Joe. They're well, done it's, with it's, it. it's untenable. You can't even, you can barely put the guy in front of a camera at this point, at least up until this point. You know, he could reasonably read the uh, teleprompter and, and read the script, but he's not even capable of that anymore. Well, let's play a couple of pieces of sound from him uh, yesterday. Cut number two here, Don, was him saying that, um, well, an another great lie from him. Wages are going up. Listen to this. And wages are actually going up. Not just in your industry, but wages are going up. It's a fancy way of saying is median household wealth has grown by 37% since the pandemic, Where? meaning people are better off, 37% better off. No joke. Uh, no, it's not. In fact, it's quite the opposite. People have lost their overall wealth. Our credit card debt in America hit $1 trillion uh -huh. for the first time in the history of our country. $1 trillion at 33% interest average across America. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of credit card companies that are going to get rich or go broke because people won't be able to service that debt. Uh, so the reality is wages are down by, a, on average, 4% since he became president. Inflation is still up. It, is, <clears throat> it has not come down to where it was under Donald Trump. And, uh, and the overall economy and people's wealth has shrunk under him exponentially. Well, and I'm I'm not a financial genius, but I I know that they're they're cooking the books in a sense and taking COVID numbers when everything did kind of flatline there when you started shutting everything down, and so any kind of growth from those numbers they can tout as being well, thirty seven percent right, but in the real world it's not happening. It's the opposite. Yeah. 
wages are down. People are, are the cost of living is up. People are going uh, into the getting into this vortex of credit card debt to pay their bills. It's it's horrible. Well, and the guys who it's are insulting that he's out there saying, that. well, of course, but he doesn't care. You no, know, no. He, he's the same guy that not, not that long ago gave a speech and said, you know, um, I, I I was in a hospital. Uh, and it was the same ho- – I was born in the same hospital that my grandpa was uh, died in two weeks before I was born. Not a joke. He died in that same hospital two weeks before I was born, and uh, it was really great to know that. Well, the fact of the matter is his grandpa died months before he was born in a different hospital in a different state. Well, he's, so, the guy's been lying so it, long he right. doesn't know any other way to be. But the bottom line is when you've got uh, you know hard and fast evidence of the way the economy is going, he's out there lying about it. It's no, it, it is no wonder that this new CNN poll that came out, the majority of Americans, that includes Democrats, say there is no chance – that they will vote for Joe Biden in 2024. Yeah. None whatsoever. And they're right because he won't be on the ticket. 51% said there's no chance of voting for Biden. 45% of those said they were a Biden voter. Right. So they're Not done more. No, right, right. 45% gone. Only 4% label themselves as a potential Biden voter. <laughs> Only 4%. 4%. On the other hand, Trump's numbers on CNN's poll are going up. Well, yeah. Well, he's got to prove it. People know, even if you're a Democrat and you're not telling anyone, all right, you know that when that guy was in office, your life was better. Absolutely. Okay? You can't really get around that reality, and people are living the truth of it in their daily you know, lives and their monthly budgets. And uh, so I, I, I think they're, yeah, I think the plan has been to shuffle him off yeah. medically. Right. You know, get or, a medical reason why you shuffle them off. That way you don't have to deal sure. with all the nasty corruption stuff. Now, and cut and, number, But the, the question is, who's this going to be? Who's right. it really going to be? Cut number one, um, the deuce took him on on this polling action yesterday. Why do you think it is that you're trailing Trump in all these swing state polls? Because you don't read the polls out. There are ten polls. <laughs> Eight of them, I'm beating them in those states. Eight of them. You guys only do two. CNN and New York Times. Check it out. I did. Check it out. We'll get you a copy of all those. Oh, okay. You don't believe you're trailing in battleground states? No, I don't. Well, again, he's lying because I check the polls and I read the polls. And I, you know, you can yeah. look at the real career yeah, politics average yeah, of the right polls. right there in front of you. And he's losing on the polls. So, you know, it's, it's obvious they're going to make a change there. And Joe Manchin is just taking advantage of that and putting himself in a position. So is Pete Buttigieg. And there's a number of people who are... Uh, yeah, putting themselves in a position. The only one that's going to matter is whoever they anoint behind the scenes. So who who that is? Well, that's right. You know, it's anybody's game at this point. Yeah. But yeah, it's certainly he, he's not capable of 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 going through with this, and uh, he's become a liability. I mean, the stuff about hunters stacking up are going to start te- you know calling uh, Biden family members to testify. You know, and the thing about Democrats, uh, they'll they'll circle the wagons around you for as long as they have to until you become a freaking liability. Well, he already and is. They drop you like a hot rod. And they have a plan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and they're, and they're at the right moment, whenever that is in their books, they're right. going to exercise that plan. But they're going to get rid of him, and uh, and and they know that if he, you know, whoever it's going to be on the Republican side, Donald Trump, that as of today, right now, people will not vote for joe biden over donald trump and they know that so the only light that they have at this point looking at all the polls i don't care what poll you want to look at uh the only light that they have is their number one their ability to cheat which they well they could do they will do sure also the other stuff that we've talked about that is not cheating the ballot harvesting the early voting the voting from home all of those things that they do the republicans had better get their stuff together and start doing those things too. Uh, you know, we've we've talked about it a lot, but you have got to go. And Kamala talked about this a little bit yesterday, and she wasn't talking about voting, but it, it applies. You've got to go where they are, and you mm. have got to go get the vote from them and bring it in. You cannot sit back and play the passive game and wait for them to bring the vote to you. You have to go get it. Well, and Ramaswamy kind of talked about she this did. to a certain extent in regards to technology and social media and all that stuff, and that you, which again. Donald Trump was brilliant at. Uh, so I, you know, I, it, the big question really is who's it going to be on their side? That's all <laughs> right. that, you know, that's really well, the question to answer. Is it going to be Michelle Obama? Is it going to be a guy like Manchin? Uh, Gavin Newsom is also trotting all over the globe, uh, making a big show of himself. 
I, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, the ultimate question, regardless of what they do, is are the Republicans, and, and when you consider, isn't uh, Rona McDaniel the head of the Republican Party, isn't she like the niece of Mitt Romney or something? I thought I heard that somewhere. Yeah, Somebody I think, was saying she's, I think she's Mitt's niece. Anyway, when you consider that, you know, their failure to capitalize on the red wave last year, they had a red wave. It was for oh, real. Yeah. It existed out there. But they did not take advantage of the opportunity to go. And when I you're talking about the, you know, the technology aspect of it and all that. I'm talking about that, but I'm also talking about actually physically going to people's doors. Sure. Knocking on their door and saying, ma'am, please let me have your ballot. You oh, have yeah. to do it. You have to do it. Right, yeah. The, the, are they willing to do it or not? And you, if they're not willing to do it, you can sort of uh, deduce that it's because they like things the way they are. Well, that's so it. So I, I, I don't know. I don't have any faith in this stuff anymore. So I, I don't – They fa- look, they failed to capitalize on Donald Trump when Donald Trump was the president. <clears throat> so uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it really – this is where a lot of my trepidation comes from because they are going to cheat. Uh, you don't know who that person is that they're going to bring into this thing at the last minute. Right. Uh, the Republicans are playing the lame game. They're not. They're not hustling. They're not doing anything that uh, would would win the day for them. Well, you've heard me say, and I'll, I'm going to keep saying it. I, I'm just. I'm one of these guys. I don't believe the Republicans really want to win. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, much well, easier to complain than to drive the bus. Yeah. Right? If, if if you're not the guy in the uh, driver's seat, you can uh, complain all you want. Say, right, well, right, we right. wanted to you do can, all this great you can stuff. You ride the train as long as there's somebody else being the conductor of the train, and you can complain about the ride. But once you're the conductor, now you got to take care of business. And I don't think the Republicans want that job. No, I, really I don't, don't think they do either. It doesn't appear they do. Let me tell you about you, Valco, where you can get your own rock soar for hunting season. This is the time of year, of course, with deer hunting going on, that you want a UTV that's the toughest that's out there, that's the, the best. In fact, you can get that the, the it wrapped however you want to wrap it. You can get the big tires on it. I'll talk with you about that in just a couple of seconds. But this thing looks like the old Jeeps from World War II, and it's as tough as those Jeeps from World War II. It's got the power of Mahindra under the hood, that turbo diesel it's geared just right so if you want to pull a trailer with your deer corn on the trailer cool whatever you know you want to put some uh, round bales of hay behind it and pull it cool. well, no problem at all and your friends at uvalco can trick it out however you want to trick it out you mentioned tray wear when you buy one and they will take 300 dollars off your accessories so you want the big tires on it you want to wrap it in that camo look not a problem at all they can do that wrap it any way you want to wrap and of course they can do put the led lights on the light bar or even running lights underneath it uh, they can put uh, a deer blind in the back of it with seats raised, or if you want, just uh, gun racks. Whatever you want, they can do it for you at Uvalco with the Rocksore. I want you to go out and test drive one this weekend. Are you really going to love this machine once you get behind the wheel at Uvalco? That's in Bernie, Castroville, and, of course, in Uvalde, Uvalco. Magical Moments, brought to you by Mr.